The Wolf and Bull podcast was prepared, conducted, and hosted by the Wolf and Bull team in their personal capacity. This podcast is for expressive listening entertainment, and any views, ideas, or opinions may or may not extend past the boundaries of this podcast. Conversations or specific comments on behalf of the hosts and guests are for entertainment purposes only. Due to language and potentially offensive topics, listener discretion is advised. Oh my god! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I sit here as I adjust the mic mm-hmm. and I say to myself, Where have we been? Where have we been? That's the question that I have. There are so many answers to that question. So many things have occurred. It's been so long, so very long. And guess what? You know, ever since the creative differences between me and the bull, and him just running away, so many demands, you know, uh, you know, uh, ethical farming, high quality organic hay, uh, you know, back grass rubs, fed. grass fed. I mean, it's so expensive to keep the, the co-host happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ever since he just decided to to part ways, you know, things have just changed significantly. It's been so crazy. Now, granted. We haven't really parted ways. It is still the Wolf and Bull. <laughs> I was like, are you going to clarify this? Yeah, it is still the Wolf and Bull podcast. Um, we went on vacation, and you know, the Bull did part ways with the state of California because this yeah. place is a hellhole. That's why so, he left. He's yeah, gone. He is. He is at greener, greener pastures that we, as we've said oh God, multiple no, times. He's not. No, he's just. He's not at greener pastures. You don't want him to. Th- people to think he's like passed on. No, he's he's just left California. We are currently in a transition period to where the wolf and the bull will be the- will be recording together soon. But right now, there's a there's a moving truck full of his this recording equipment. <laughs> state somewhere is total trash. This entire state is trash. And no, wait, 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 wait. And you understand this. And by the way, we got married again. So we got second married. (laughs) That's probably important to bring up. Wedding number two happened. Yeah, we we did that. Long story. Don't ever want to tell it again. You guys are just going to have to get to know us if you want to know. It's now now an inside secret joke. We're not going to tell you. Um, Maybe we'll tell you. We're probably not going to tell you. Anyway, uh, this state's trash. It is trash. We've been here. I've, I'm a native. I was born here. I've lived here for a good portion of my life. And things just keep getting dumber and dumber. You left and, and came dumber. back. So I, I left. I, yes. Like the prodigal we son. We both left and came yeah, back. Like the prodigal son. I came back. Except rather than going back to the right place, I continued down into the trashy darkness of the disgusting city like from the prodigal son. That, that, that I went that direction instead of going back home to like the pasture, if that makes sense, or the farm. Does that make sense? Does it make any sure, sense? Um, sure. So you just had, you know, from my perspective, I have such uh, a love hate relationship with this wonderful golden state. I, I want the best for it, but man, it, it seems nope. like I want the worst. I had nope. a meltdown over a pothole the other day that punctured my tire. <laughs> I, I want the worst. I want the worst of this state. I'm sorry. Which we, is such a small problem in the grand scheme of things that are problematic in California. But. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize for wanting the worst of this state. I want the worst of this state. I don't want to live here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. It's not because the bull has left. It's not because, you know, the the state is currently on fire, even though as we travel for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. As we travel for Thanksgiving tomorrow um, to Phoenix, the second hottest place in the country um, to celebrate Thanksgiving with the bull and you know, the rest of our family, Um, the the state of California, specifically San Diego County will be turning off our water and potentially possibly turning off the electricity for fire weather. The water thing. I don't think it's happening, but possibility for fire weather, which has happened already a couple times. Fire weather. Last time that happened, we had to basically file a claim with our, Fire with our insurance because weather. it was it was off for almost a whole week <laughs> fire weather <laughs> not because we didn't pay our bill because I, it was I'm windy gonna, and hot <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying fire weather because it makes 
less and less sense the more I say it. Um, but yeah, that's uh doesn't explain any of what has been going on no. really. With it, we coming just, in hot. That's a bit of a rant, um, a and, bit of a complaint. Well, it's not even a complaint. It's an act. It's it is an actual observation. And you know, the week of Thanksgiving, there are so many things that you and I could really talk about that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Be it air, um, the sun, uh technology that allows us to speak into microphones sure um overpriced utility bills um familiar with all of those expensive real estate uh thanksgiving traffic expensive turkeys you know that they said earlier this week that maybe you just shouldn't on the turkey i kid you not i don't know if it's the view or something you just main street you just shouldn't they they told you make it you shouldn't buy one that was the suggestion on the news don't buy a turkey um, Wait, so oh, oh, was the point that you don't need to celebrate Thanksgiving? No, the point was the turkeys are expensive and some people don't like turkeys. So, Well, I don't, turkey, I don't care about having turkey on Thanksgiving. I, I, I care about dinner with all my family and friends. Do you have Christmas without presents? I, no. Wait. No, you don't. Why would you need a turkey? No, you can get a ham. Because the turkey is... No. Or a chicken. God, no. We had Friendsgiving the other day and had chicken. That was okay. I like chicken. I actually don't like any poultry, to be honest with you. So chicken is kind of... Like, I'd rather eat an egg than an actual chicken. Like, I'd rather get it before it's a chicken. I'd rather get, like, the egg. Like, you I don't want, want the yolk. I don't want the chicken. Chickens are overrated. You Same with turkeys. Embryo. Same with, yeah, I, I want to I knock it out before it has the ability to become a full-fledged chicken. Mm, um, protein. That's my preference. Uh, but, yeah. So, a lot has happened. We are... It just scattered honestly you probably could tell from how from listening to us that we're scattered but we do have a few things to talk about um and again haven't even done the intro this is the wolf and bull podcast welcome to episode 29 um Woo. i'm the wolf across from me is uh beowulf. the female version of hugh hefner um beowulf he's saying that because i'm currently in my maroon pajamas and because if you pay about nineteen hundred dollars an hour you too could have me for one special night with that being (laughs) said though uh this is episode 29 we're gonna be talking about a few different things uh specifically probably world events uh but before we jump into that you know if you like what you hear if you enjoy beowulf's sultry smooth breathing into the microphone (laughs) um if you enjoy my (laughs) awkward tonality of vocal um just permeation into the atmosphere please go ahead uh follow us on spotify maybe give us a like and follow on uh i believe apple Podcasts. i think we're on there yes eventually we we'll get around to everything else we have an instagram account we are we have a website in the fl- we have a website now www.thewolfandbull.com wow is i hope that's it because that it doesn't it. sound like it was it that, it was let me say it again with more <clears throat> confidence www.thewolfandbull.com you know what? Let me double check. Oh my God! Well, you <laughs> you, you made me second guess. Now we don't myself. know. We don't know if we have a website now. Yes, but it, it, I was correct. Don't hey. So so you so it's right. I had it right. Thewolfandbull.com. Yes, it okay. is fully functional. Yeah, fully working. Fully functional. We've got a uh, uh, transcripts of our episodes. Uh, we've got our episodes. We don't have transcripts of our episodes. We she will, made a though. face. She made a face. We now will, I though. lied. You don't have to listen anymore because now I'm a liar. Um, you can access all. Uh, you can access all the episodes there. You can listen straight from the website if you'd like. Also, you can go straight to Anchor.fm, yeah. which is where our hosting. We're hosting our podcast on Anchor.fm. Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of platforms you can find us on. And hey, you know, if you like listening to cracked out uh, conversations about nothing, uh, feel free to tune in. You know, if and if you really, really like us, if you really, really, really want to get on my good side in particular, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Love um, it. That's about it. That's the intro. That's the entire show. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, this that's has all. been The Rant with the Wolf. Um, just kidding. So uh, last three weeks, a lot's happened. A ton of things have happened. Joe Biden is still in. Uh, we don't know who he is. Is he legible? Or can we understand what he's saying? Does he make sense when he talks? Does he poop his pants when he has to poop? Or does he use the toilet like a normal man? No one knows. 
that's going on still never seeming to end um apparently uh kyle rittenhouse got off uh totally totally uh not guilty a lot of people are angry about that for some reason uh, i could probably debate with a number of people about it the funny thing about this that i have to say is uh no one wants to make that argument unless they are outside of that person's shoes because if i was kyle rittenhouse i'd be pretty happy that i'm not going to jail for life so shout out to him yippee kaye probably shouldn't have been in kenosha but hey you know what you're innocent cool um, and, and then shout out to all the people that think the entire system's broken. Keep on thinking that we'll eventually just be scrounging in the dirt like everyone else. That's I can't that. wait. It'll be so fun. I can't wait till we do some sort of. I, uh, the, uh, what's the a good example or, in fiction? Um, uh, I mean, there's a thousand good examples in fiction. What was the kids? What was the kids' book with the the piggy, the piggy kid, the kid that got cracked his head? Lord open. of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, we are in Lord of the Flies, mixed with 1984, mixed with Animal Farm, mixed with uh, probably um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games, and then mixed with the Hardy Boys because everyone thinks that they're a detective. And Twilight. Um, yeah, that yeah, all of that together. <laughs> that's and that's then, the current world. And then our in. our government is Veep. Perfect. So, yeah, we so we we remember all of, remember the is it the fifth of November? No, no, Veep, not V for Vendetta. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. Where. Maybe it's V for Vendetta too. Um, but no, it, no. Anyway, I, I, my movie. It's not House of Cards. Uh, this is uh, none of none. Nothing that's happening right now is is intellectually stimulating. Um, unless you like bashing your head in with a hammer so yikes yeah so a lot of stuff has happened um now there's a few different things we're going to talk about uh one in specific we talked about a few weeks ago alec baldwin my mm. favorite uh my favorite celebrity we trigger finger we talked about this and i have some very deferring opinions than to what i voiced last time which was I, probably I two episodes ago i think he's a double agent i think he's oh, a double yeah? agent i think that he was paid by uh some mysterious dark mm. agency to take out take out this particular individual and in turn uh catapult us into world war three uh, okay. it's like a france Ferdinand so thing. alec baldwin is some main character of this espionage movie that's yeah. going to be coming out in like 10 eight years from now yeah yeah, yeah. i agree all right let's move on no yeah. <laughs> i uh I was looking into this because a lot has come out. I remember when we first talked about this, we didn't know much. We had basically the bare minimum. Alec Baldwin was holding a gun that was loaded on set and he shot it and killed someone. And that well, was the basis. Yeah. As one does. <laughs> well, well, common occurrence. A lot has come set. out since then, and the rest script supervisor, Mammy Mitchell, has filed a lawsuit against Alec Baldwin because, quote unquote, he did not check the gun himself. Well, you're not supposed to do that, though. You're not, as a celebrity, you're never ever supposed to check guns or operate vehicles yourself or wipe your butt or feed yourself food. It is all done by a small, very organized group of, of either A, young children so child labor or b young interns so creepy mm. adult young adult labor yeah so it's a 23 year old who yeah. just got her uh, radio degree make me a coffee or else your career is ruined that goes a long way these days you well know? well that wasn't all that was said there's a lot more said in the lawsuit but um specifically alec baldwin intentionally without just cause or excuse cocked and fired the loaded gun even Though the upcoming scene to be filmed did not call for the cocking and firing of the firearm, reads one of Mitchell's complaints. So that was surprising to me, a little shocking, because I was under the impression, I was giving the, the whole situation the benefit of the doubt, that this was some sort of freak accident during a scene that called for him to fire the gun in an angle that would look, mm, yeah. you know, like on a, on a you know... Uh, the angle would be kind of, you'd see the barrel of the gun when he shot it. Yeah. But more and more reports are coming out, and that was... Not the case, apparently. So it seems like my initial analysis of he's going to be held accountable, maybe might, probably not. I come never true. disagreed with you about the accountability part. Oh, I'm not saying. I you think did. I totally, uh, you know, I even br I brought up, if I remember correctly, it was Brandon Lee and his freak accident, which was still. A, yeah. a very dumb situation, I, and it's different not, though, extremely not, different situation. Not an accident. No. Yeah, not an accident. Yeah, that. See, so, so I guess my my whole thing with Alec, uh, dear Alec, lovely Alec, Alec Baldwin, star of Thirty Rock, man who 
was a kind of well, sort of passable Donald Trump. Um, you know, I, I really, uh, I, I, again, I, I am about as uh, probably so far uh, past the point of believing anybody anymore that I, like I said, I think that he maybe, possibly, potentially, probably not, but could have been a double agent. I just think that it makes no sense whatsoever to do what he did without malicious intent. Um, and now, uh, as I said before, it now is coming out that maybe he isn't that nice of a guy. Well, Weird. The, these these things in the complaint, as everyone should know, you can sue anyone for basically anything in this country. And complaints are just that, complaints. They are allegations. They are not proven. Um, and in fact, that's that's the responsibility of the person suing to prove these complaints, yada, yada, yada. However, there's got to be some proof here because it's a pretty big lawsuit. Uh, further, let, let, let's just read a little bit more here. Further, the lawsuit filed against the actor claims that Baldwin fired the gun towards individuals, including Maine Mitchell, who was the person suing him, Miss Hutchins and Miss Souza, even though protocol was not to do so. Which... Hard stop. Hard stop. Protocol is not to do so. Mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin is, I mean, he looks like he's maybe 90, but he is 100% still cognizant enough more so than some people in the spotlight and to he's understand an actor that's been on set with these prop guns before. to understand the rules yes. so uh, again a knock against um mr baldwin in the uh the responsibility category um i mean i'm definitely no smarty pants and i know for a fact that if you point something that's a uh, loaded or not at somebody you have intent to to harm them so I don't know what happened. I don't know what went through his head. Uh, the, you know, the the longer time goes on, I'm starting to think that things are more and more malicious just because they seem to be that way. Um, and, you know, obviously live ammunition, as they as all of these people have said, the lawyers, the employees um, was allowed onto the set, even though live ammunition is never used uh, or uh, brought onto any studio lot or stage, which makes no sense. Why would you bring live ammunition onto a set if you're not going to use it? What's mm -hmm. the point? Of doing that, well, you want to to seem cool. Well, I, I know that the armorer was even claiming it was sabotage. By who? At one point, by who? Exactly, sabotage by who? I know. When you have to, you have to ask the question right now, and this is a legitimate question. The NRA framed Alec Baldwin. That was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. No. Uh, if this was anybody else, if this was you or me. An extra on a set like this. If this was an extra and he accidentally, quote unquote, shot and killed Alec Baldwin during a scene with a gun that was loaded, no one knew was loaded. And how was it loaded on a set like that? I don't know. Do you think that extra, that no name 25 year old who was picked up from a Whole Foods in Hollywood somewhere hey, who's whoa, trying whoa, to get whoa, a gig? Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 don't, don't shame whole foods name no like i'm known not they've all pulled out of the they've pulled, i like whole foods all of them have pulled out of the let hell hole that is that is let me finish Los my Angeles. statement let okay. me finish if this was okay let me clarify a little less if this was some person who was trying to make it in hollywood and was an extra on set and the same exact thing happened do you think they would be in jail by now jail immediately my one hundred percent or charged with it, something it, it, manslaughter. That is, that at is least? not even a value that, I, that everyone knows. Everyone knows that would be the case. The reality is, someone here is dead, and when someone dies, uh, like this, it's from my understanding that the family can't just be like, "Don't worry about it. It was an accident." Pretty sure the prosecutors in the district bring charges regardless. Yeah, well, no matter if they're BFFs with Alec Baldwin or not, which seems to be. What people are who are defending him are saying he was he's he's taking care of the family. Blah, well, blah, blah, in this blah. in this instance, the twenty five year old that you brought up figuratively actually would go immediately to jail, not because they shot someone, but because they supposedly quote unquote lied about working at a Whole Foods. As I said a second ago, they don't exist in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is a lost cause. Los Angeles is actually uh, Norwegian for lost cause. So when it comes to Whole Foods, let's not shame them because it's a wonderful place that is full of joy and happiness, and I like to go to Whole foods with that being mm -hmm. said alec baldwin is uh guilty of manslaughter that is that's now granted i will say that 
after a court that's has your opinion. accused that's your very, or found him that's guilty your opinion of. My here. opinion here sitting right now is that he could be potentially guilty of manslaughter. So let me go ahead and reframe that. The unnamed energy drink got to my head. With that being said, honestly, sad situation again. Sad, but the longer I watch the situation and the more is and the more that is reported, quote unquote, by our news organizations, quote unquote, um, the the worse it looks. So I don't know what, what else to say about it other than sad for the family of the deceased, sad for the guy who got, I believe, shot in the arm. Uh, just a total, total cluster. Well, of- it's not just Baldwin who's in trouble with this lawsuit. It's also... It, you know, the armor, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the assistant director, David Halls, they're all named in this lawsuit. But, of course, a lawsuit isn't criminal charges, so we aren't sure yet where that's going to lead us. I just don't understand why there are no criminal charges. Yet, but we'll see. But like we said last time, we are not the New Mexico police. So well, the New we Mex- only know what E! Entertainment is putting on yeah. <laughs> online for us to see. Well, that's a, a, a big old bummer, um, but a prime example of why you shouldn't point pointy things or weapons at other human beings um, if they're not, you know, a threat to you or if you don't intend on hurting them. Um, again, I'm not sure why it's so hard for for people to understand this, but, you know, in other weird news that just is just so many lawsuits and trials going on, mm-hmm. so many of them, um, you know... We brought up Elizabeth Holmes a while ago. Uh, we had a no, whole episode about yeah, her. Yeah, she came on the show. Um, we somehow got her Are away. Are you talking about me? Oh, she's back. Wow. Hi. That uh, she can. Y- this is terrifying. I've been in hiding. You can turn that since on 2017. and off. 2017. It is terrifying how fast. 2018, 2017. Um. Well, she's on trial finally. Uh, you know who else is on trial that no one seems to be talking about that we could talk about is a uh, Jeffrey Epstein's sidekick. Ah, uh, Jelaine yeah. Maxwell. Is it Jelaine or? Ghislaine? Ghislaine Maxwell. Gis- I'm <laughs> okay. It's probably Ghislaine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Cl- how to pronounce it. Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, we're not talking about that one that much. Well, yeah, no one's talking about that one. Weird, because it implicates a ton of people that no one wants implicated. Strange. We'll see what happens with that. I'm sure we'll talk about it more when more comes out. I hope she doesn't murder herself. Oh. Hmm. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't... I hope not. Not. I hope not. Happen. Um, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Holmes is finally on trial. She just had a baby, which mm. was an interesting. Awkward. Awkward. I don't know. Yeah, she it's just had a, she just had a baby. She took the stand two days in a row. As of recording, she claimed she did not intend to deceive, uh, defeat, <laughs> deceive investors because she truly believed that her technology worked. And well. if you haven't listened to our episode or you don't know anything about Elizabeth Holmes, she was the Silicon Valley Fortune 500 company CEO and founder mm-hmm. of Theranos, the now defunct, non-existent company for blood testing, one drop of blood and you can test all these things and it was complete crap. Well, I have the latest news because things are moving real fast with that one. Uh, she today admitted doctoring lab reports with pharma company logos uh admitted it she admitted oh just like what's his name in the rittenhouse trial admitted he pointed the gun at rittenhouse before rittenhouse shot elizabeth holmes decided to admit today according to the prosecutors directly for the first time um that she she doctored lab reports um so oh boy yeah oh boy is oh boy is oh boy well that like i said right. this is a currently ongoing story so we'll yeah. talk more and i'm a bit obsessed with the the whole thing so i know yeah it's a little creepy she wakes up in the middle of the night straight up starts i talking read like i've read books by john carrew yeah. i've read i've watched the docs i've listened to the podcasts it's just a very interesting thing and well, you have to think where would Theranos be? Ther- it's Theranos. Oh, gosh, Theranos. I always say Theranos. Because you're trying Theranos. to be Thanos. Where would Thanos be without the Therano- technology Where would available? Theranos be if there was no whistleblower? Where would Thanos be without the Especially technology? Especially after the past two years. Without the, the gauntlet, where would he be? Hmm. Half the world would still be alive. She's been charged with 11 counts of fraud and conspiracy to commit hmm. fraud. She is pleaded not guilty, and if convicted, she faces up to 20 years in prison. Well, the prosecution has repeatedly shown jurors lab reports emblazoned with logos. Lo- logos. Logos. Logos of the pharmaceutical 
pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer and Shearing Plow, witnesses from those companies who work with Theranos testified that the use of the logos was logos, God, was unauthorized and they were unaware of it at the time. Holmes admitted that she was one the one who added the logos, oopsie daisy, to Theranos lab reports and sent them to Walgreens, oopsie daisy, as she pursued a deal to put her blood testing startups diagnostic machines in pharmacy retail stores. This work was done. <laughs> I can't. Can't do her voice. This work was done in partnership for those companies, and I was trying to convey that she, to convey that, she said by way of explanation, I wish I had done it differently. She is now Bane in my mind. Yeah, I was going to say Bane from Batman. She's Bane. Um, So addressing another key point made by the prosecution, Holmes said that when Theranos, uh, (laughs) when Theranos switched from using on-site analyzers to process samples to a centralized lab approach, it used third-party devices rather than its own equipment as an invention because there were too many samples to handle. Darn, don't you hate it when that happens? Mm. Uh, Witnesses have testified that Theranos' signature blood testing machine repeatedly failed quality assurance tests and delivered erroneous results. Holmes said the company didn't tell its business partners about this arrangement because it was a trade secret mm. and she also rebutted the prosecution's arguments that about uh, some of the alleged misrepresentations she made to investors the media and business partners affirming that she had received specific positive reports from employees and outside experts and believed their statements to be true so it's everyone else's fault yeah. but Elizabeth crazy eyed Holmes. She's being tried separately from Sonny mm. Balwani to Balwani, so it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Because I don't think he's he he hasn't gone on trial yet, has he? Sonny Balwani. No, but I that do was her know. boyfriend at the time, who was like her number. I do know her number two. That uh, yeah, she's uh, if she's guilty, she faces up to twenty years in prison. Two hundred only twenty years. 20 years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and full or partial restitution to investors totaling nearly... Okay, well, that's a lot. Totaling nearly $155 million. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. I know she's already been... She's already been banned from, like, being on a board for 10 years or something like that. Oh, God, and thank God it's only 10. Jeez. But... Yeah, it's pretty bad. Here's the thing. She was putting the lives and health of patients in the hands of something that apparently didn't work. Didn't work. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. That's that's really weird. That that weird. That is really weird. Like it's not like there's It's not like that's done been done before. Well. Like there there's nothing ever that has ever occurred in which a organization, specifically in the medical in- industry, has intentionally manipulated data and or recommended something which wasn't correct. Like eating 10 to 11, 11 servings of, of carbs a carbs day. A day. Yeah. Guys, food pyramid. So we watched the this documentary last night. We're fat not going to get into it. Too fact. Okay, fat fiction. We're going to get into it. No, um, we don't need to. It's just that we're, was well. The why name. not? We've got time. Okay. Um, I am not sure, and I've said this before, and I'm going to continue saying it. I'm not sure what needs to be done or said, um, along the line of understanding or critical thinking for most people. Um, that allows people to, you know, snap out of their uh their i guess stasis in believing every entity that says it's a trustworthy entity entity so this documentary talked about how uh it is a fallacy a proven fallacy that having 11 servings of grains and carbs a day increases what uh heart disease and chances of getting type 2 diabetes that wouldn't be the fallacy. It's it's right when you do the food pyramid, they say that that's supposed to be your largest percentage of what you're eating. Yeah. And I said 11 servings, 11 servings a day. Since something crazy like that, it's the majority and it's putting fats at the very, very top in the least amount. And basically this documentary talks about how you need to flip the food pyramid on its head. Mm. I highly recommend it. It's free on YouTube. If anyone wants to watch who's listening, it is called fat 
fiction. And then after you're done watching it, I recommend you apply the same type of critical thinking that was done during the documentary to other things happening right now. Because what's so funny about all this is people will look at something like the, uh, what is the AHA, the American Heart Association, they'll look at them and be like, oh, wow, they're really reputable. They have association in their name. They also have American and a heart. They seem to know what they're talking about without recognizing or acknowledging the fact that they were in bed with the, what, sugar industry? Well, they were completely funded in the beginning by the makers of Crisco. Huh. Crisco. Weird. If you don't know what Crisco is. It's basically the food. Just think about it for a second. It's the food equivalent of oil. Yeah, shortening. It's 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 disgusting. Not not what you would classify as, you know, oil like a. You could take Crisco. You could take Crisco and put it into a few different chemical changes, compound changes. Maybe run it through a few different tests, and at the end of the day, after all the tests of twenty four hours, you would have uranium. That's how bad it is. It is terrible for you. But for some reason, during the period of people being super skinny and wanting to avoid fat, they just decided that, hey, maybe we should, rather than using actual butter like we have for the longest time, we'll switch to Crisco. And then over since like 1950, 70% of Americans are fat now. 70% are overweight according to outdated BMI indicators. But still, I, I... Guys, it, it it's not that hard to draw a line here. And when you look at people like Elizabeth Holmes or when you look at people like Bill Gates or when you look at people like uh, like any politician, literally any politician, it is not hard to draw these lines. It's not it, you're it's a straight line. No, most of the time. And so I, I don't know. I, I just watched that entire thing yesterday um, with Beowulf. And, and, you know, what's funny is this type of thinking kind of like trickles into everything else. The other big event that happened was Travis Scott concert. He decided yep. to have a concert in what was it? Houston, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, in which eight people, 10 people, 10, ten people died. And he continued. They played their entire set. They played their entire set. The So an hour in 20 minutes or something like that. They played their entire set while people were being crushed to death and well, screaming for help. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I I wouldn't um I would not recommend looking this stuff up as in like the actual footage that people were taking at the event. Of course, it's out there and you can find it if you look. I'm sure it's still up on like all over Twitter, all over TikTok, all over whatever. Um but it's pretty bad. I saw one thing just one thing and i was like ah nope i'm not I, oh, I went down the rabbit hole it's pretty bad i went down the rabbit hole um i actually did find this reddit thread that someone put together where they actually followed along with a houston chronicle article that analyzed social media posts and they put it together as a timeline of what happened on the show and i just thought maybe reading that will give a little bit of perspective because I, I kept seeing the articles and i kept hearing about it actually this happened while we were on vacation so we were kind of separated we were very far away from houston when it happened and we were you know enjoying our time so we heard about it a couple times from random people but we didn't really look into it till like a week or two later um but i was reading the actual timeline like down to the minute and it's amazing what happened in such a short amount of time and how many people died and were injured and put in comas and just the craziness um so so this is just a quick timeline i'm gonna get through it as fast as possible so at 8.39 p.m., concertgoers hop barricades because of the overcrowding. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. That's the very that's the very first thing. At 9.06 p.m., concert starts. The 50,000 attendees start pressing towards the stage. At 9.11 p.m., a video shows attendees trying to escape the section closest to the stage. At 9.23 p.m., video shows fans climbing speaker rigging to escape the crush. A woman later describes these moments as the scariest in her life. At 9.24 p.m., fans to the left of the stage are screaming for a medic and waving their hands to get Scott's attention. Scott continues to perform. That's 9.24, okay? At 9.06, the concert started. All right, so keep going. 9.28 p.m., a video shows staff performing chest compressions on an unresponsive man in the crowd. 9.30 p.m., an ambulance starts moving through the crowd. 9.31, Scott acknowledges the ambulance, stops performing to encourage the crowd to make room, and then continues to perform. He tells the crowd that he wants to hear the ground shake. 
At 9.34, a woman and at least one man climb a camera position and plead with the camera operator to alert officials. They are booed by the crowd. I know this video is one of the most viral ones. I saw it a ton of times. It wasn't graphic in the nature of you weren't seeing people, you know, passed out or getting crushed or anything. But you see this young woman and this young man, they had actually climbed up and were like very, very forcibly trying to get the cameraman to stop recording and help get the, get the concert to stop. And he, I don't think he did anything at first. I read reports that he actually did eventually do something and help out. But I mean, the, the concert kept going. Uh, at 9.38 p.m., Houston official de officials declare that a mass casualty incident has occurred. 9.38 p.m. This concert started at 9.06. 32 minutes. Mass yeah. casualty yeah. event. Okay? So that's how quickly this was going on. A security guard collapsed after being injected with an unknown drug. He he could recovers after giving being given Narcan. Now the Houston PD, I guess, did report that this actually did happen. But I read lots of reports that they kind of walked back on that. That well, this didn't happen. It was just well, reported. The, look, and the, the, how are you supposed to verify that? Right. I don't know, but it was the only uh, that was the only case that was confirmed supposedly, supposedly, supposedly. by the Houston PD. Right. Um, multiple people have collapsed and are giving C are being given CPR at that point. Live Nation, after talking to the police, agrees to end the show early per a statement from police officials, but they do not end it, and Scott continues to perform. At 9.39 p.m., Scott stops performing to warn that we need somebody to help here. Someone's passed up out here. Uh, after about 30 seconds, he moves on as the man is lifted from the crowd. At 9.43 p.m., fans start chanting to stop the show as Scott continues performing. At 9.53 p.m., the fire department dispatches 12 more units. At 10 p.m., Drake takes the stage to perform with Scott. Uh, I know lots of people have been like, what did Drake do? Because Drake has been wrapped up in all this. And I think that's what it comes down to is that this was declared a mass casualty event 15 minutes or 20 minutes before Drake went on stage. And the thing that people need to remember is that these events, they should have earpieces in and there are lots of people working behind no, the scenes no they they do they do they, have earpieces yes in. and so either, either so either it's true that they weren't notified even though this was going on in front row yes I, i've been on stage before i know there's lots of lights and it's hard to see but uh i mean i've also been to a travis scott concert yeah, and this behavior is very much encouraged well, th at the end look this is ha this happened obviously a little bit ago, so I'm sure that everyone listening has probably heard um, at least about it. Um, I guess my initial reaction to hearing something like this is why it's a concert. So how does that happen? And two, uh, yes, they do have earpieces in. Yes, the producer and the music, like everybody associated with the organization, everybody associated with the production of this thing, is speaking and has the ability to notify the performers. It would make no sense to it. It would make no sense that they w wouldn't have that. So either a someone just intentionally chose to ignore it. Um, that person either being the 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 manager of the entire event or Travis Scott um, or someone in between. Um, but you'd have to think that after an hour or so of performing and audibly hearing people chanting for the the event to stop and hearing people screaming help. That you would stop. Now, granted, there's this whole diatribe that 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 and and what's so funny about this is the mainstream media when they talk about this, they're, they're rather than jumping onto the fact that you know ten people died at a concert um, and actually discussing how that's probably you know the responsibility of the person who put the concert on, um, they're talking now about uh, the satanic imagery in order to disprove that anything to do with the Travis Scott concert wasn't some sort of weird blood sacrifice ritual. So leave it up to the mainstream media to really miss the target on this one um, and everything else, literally everything else. They miss the target intentionally. So uh, my thing is, why are we... People shouldn't be defending this guy. People shouldn't be defending Drake. They shouldn't be defending uh, Elizabeth Holmes. They shouldn't be defending Alec Baldwin. We shouldn't be defending our politicians when they make bad decisions. We should not be defending these people. And not because... You know, uh, they, they don't deserve some semblance of defense. That's up to the justice system. 
We don't need mob rule in which people mob together and determine who's guilty and who is innocent before any sort of trial. We shouldn't be defending Scott. We should be letting the justice system do its part, and he should be treated just like everybody else. Same with Alec Baldwin. Same with Elizabeth Holmes. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse. Same with every single person that comes in front of the justice system. There should be no bias. There should be no special treatment. And when it comes to this, 10 people are dead. Mm-hmm. And a lot innocent of people people. And a lot of people mentally that, disturbed that, that went to a concert. Yeah, and and you know one of these one of these victims that ended up dying was a little boy, and he was there with his dad, and there was all sorts of um, he was young young kid, and there was all sorts of people who were just being awful online to the father. the The dad lived. The dad's holding this kid up on his shoulders, and it gets the the dad gets crushed. He falls, and the kid ends up falling and dying. And people are being awful to this father about saying, why would you bring your kid to a Travis Scott concert? Um, has anyone ever looked at who Travis Scott We've, markets to? We have all lost the plot. We've Travis all lost Scott the plot. Travis Scott is on the face of McDonald's Happy Meals. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a Fortnite character. Yeah. Is anyone shocked that 10... 11, 12-year-olds like Travis Scott? Shouldn't be. I mean, and... and, and You're shocked that well, a 12-year-old knows this, the words to Goosebumps? I guess, I guess you know, my, my point in all this, though, is is still, we, we have, as a society, it is becoming glaringly obvious that that we have lost the plot. You, you look at something like uh, like Travis Scott, and people are defending him because they like his music. He doesn't write all of that. An entire team writes that. He is an image. He's a figurehead. He is a brand. You're defending Nike. And guess what? And, and, and the figurehead of any company has the responsibility to take responsibility. I guess my my point. That's true. And my my point in saying that is, why has everybody, especially in our demographic, it seems to be specifically related to millennials for some reason. Why is it that we have relegated our moral backbone to defending organizations that have immense masses of power that will never be held accountable for anything i thought we were all about fighting the power and holding people accountable 10 people died at travis scott's concert he didn't hold the gun to their head he didn't point the gun at them like alec baldwin pointed at the people but they still died at his concert Mm -hmm. he was in charge at least for some degree he was responsible for making sure that people are safe at his concert. Well, and then and then it, and here's the, I mean, he comes out with the the apology video that I'm sure a lot of people have seen where he's he's taking the time to do grayscale. It sound, looks like he's more concerned about how he has to say this apology video than the fact that 10 people are no longer on this earth. It, it it's just it's it's baffling to me. And you know when we talk about obviously, you know, when we talk about, you know, the holidays, Thanksgiving, you know, uh, events where people get together and celebrate like the thing that happened in Waukesha yesterday, uh, the other day with the, the Christmas parade, someone driving through a Christmas parade and killing eight, you know, nine people. I, I don't understand what mental leap it is required to defend someone like that because it doesn't make any sense. No. And it, it I mean, I'm, I'm not one of these people to take this down. Some, I've seen some crazy rabbit holes about this Astro World thing, some religious rabbit holes that yeah, are pretty, pretty in, insane. Thing, yeah. yeah. And I'm not here to do anything like that. However, it is idolatry in its purest form in 2021. You're holding these well, celebrities in an idolatry fashion. And I love a lot of celebrities. I, I like a lot of them. So I understand like wanting to to uh, believe in the best in them. However, these are people just like you and me who make bad decisions and need to be held accountable for those bad decisions. But I guess my, my, my confusion is I don't... I, I, look, I can understand liking someone's work, and I think you and I are in the same vein of like recognizing someone's we've, good. We liked, we've but, loved Travis Scott. We're, but, we're fans of his um, work. Well, well, but, I mean, go ahead. But uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's just, it's a little sickening to me when you've got something like um, just masses of groups of people defending someone. It, it's almost like we've gone back to the period of time when people would do blood sacrifices to appease the gods. That's what it seems like is happening. Is we're we're going back to this time where the mass conglomerate of society is is accepting that the person that they like the most, who they don't even know, who they have no like we don't know who Travis Scott is. I'll never meet him. 
I, I don't know what he thinks every day. I don't know what his routine is. I don't know any of his likes or dislikes. I only know his music. His music is not him. His music is his music. His music is a brand. So, you know, we've gotten wrapped up some for some strange reason. And maybe this is just always been there and I've just I'm just starting to notice it as I get older or maybe it has actually spiraled out of control with like social media and the advent of and, and advancement of technology but we have gotten to this point where people are defending the actions of someone that is intentional or unintentional um, against innocent people early on depending on whether they like the person or not so if Travis Scott, you know, something, you know, 10 people die at Travis Scott's concert, Travis Scott's obviously not going to be held to blame. Alec Baldwin points a gun at someone and pulls the trigger. Alec Baldwin's not going to be held to blame. He'll just be sued and the money will be covered by insurance. Like it's, it, but if it's someone that's a nobody, someone that, you know, is a complete stranger or someone who you don't know, like you talked about a, a little bit ago with 25 year old uh, analogy, it, then they go to jail immediately. They get punished immediately. It, well, it's, it's nonsense. What if this was... What if this was, again, just I'm going to make up an example and you can just imagine what the public reaction would be. This is a tiny bar in Nashville. You've got 500 people in a bar that's supposed to hold 300. And there's some guy whose name is maybe known in the city, but you don't know it anywhere else. And he's telling the crowd to go wild, go crazy, go crazy. And five people get crushed in the front. Oh, yeah. You think that, you know, everyone would be defending him? It depends. Well, I think it depends on a lot of cultural to, things and well, social, well, well, here's so, social things. Here's another example, because I know there was a bunch of people sharing videos of other concerts where people had passed out, you know, mosh pits, people get knocked out all the time, do, do crazy stuff. And while I'm not someone who participates in mosh pits because I would be, you know, destroyed, I'm too short, um, from what I've heard, usually in most concert settings... It's understood that you're supposed to look out for each other in, in those those crazy kind of mosh pit areas near the front. Um, I know that there was like a Lincoln Park video where they stopped the whole show and they and they said you need to take care of that person. We don't do that to each other. We don't we don't ignore people who need help. Blah blah blah. But I'm also thinking about wasn't there a, a yeah Kanye West when when Kim Kardashian was robbed like very scarily robbed brutally in Paris or whenever it was a couple of years ago uh someone ran out on stage when Kanye West was performing and literally grabbed him and made him stop and he said I need to go and he just left that, that's a very famous video I'm pretty sure yeah and no and Live Nation didn't do that for Travis Scott well it's not again I, I think that's a good example of maybe Kanye not having his head up his ass um and I like Kanye. I think he's maybe a little crazy, but I like Kanye. I like Travis's music. I mean, I, I, I like Kanye's music. But when it comes to, I guess, these examples that we're discussing of, of uh, you know, analogies, why is it that in our society we have to draw these wild analogies in order to get a point across? Travis Scott is somehow liable for this entire thing. There is no analogy that I need to paint. He's a normal human being. He's not a demigod. He has the same amount of skill as a lot of musicians and singers out there who are not famous. This is also his festival. It's his festival. And his company so, is also responsible for putting it onto Cactus so, Jack or whatever it's called. Yeah. So the same thing about, you know, Alec Baldwin or Elizabeth Holmes or, you know, any other person that is popular right now. Why is it that there's this, dis this disconnect of idolatry for people that we don't know any better than the random person down the road that's walking on the street that we drive by? It, it, it's it's it doesn't make sense to me because if Ted Bundy was really 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 good at painting or really 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 good at acting and on the side he was murdering women and uh, doing unspeakable things to them when they're dead, I would still want Ted Bundy to go to jail. I would still want him to be prosecuted. I would still want justice to be served to Ted Bundy. Don't care how good his movies are. Don't care what type of product or uh, art he puts out that is fascinating or incredible. Same with Travis Scott. Same with everyone else. And, you know, when, when for, for everyone listening, I would encourage you, especially during this Thanksgiving season, this Christmas season, you know, arguably outside of maybe last Christmas or last holiday season, this is probably the most difficult one in quite a while for a lot of people. I would I would behoove everyone listening to maybe think about the priorities 
that you are putting above other things in life. Because when you look at someone like Travis Scott, when you look at someone like uh, Elizabeth Holmes, Alec Baldwin, any politician, anybody in the spotlight right now, the one thing that they are not doing while you're looking at something about them is thinking about you. So there is no reason whatsoever for us as individuals to be giving any of these people, outside of discussing it, banter, bullshit like this, any of these people any sort of higher level of thought or consideration than they would have given us. It, it That doesn't seem very fair. It doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. Travis Scott makes cool music. I'll enjoy it for the three minutes I listen to it, and then I'll turn it off when I don't want to listen to it anymore. That's about it. His job is music making. It is not you know, above the law, just like anyone else is. And, and I guess the biggest annoyance that I have is very recently, and, and this is something that I think has been spawned on by, you know, technology and the bull and I talked about this. People have decided to take an exquisite interest in elevating people that should not be elevated into the spotlight for things that they should not be considered or should not be taken seriously for. Travis Scott, you know, uh, they, I guess he's kind of a poor example because he's not really outside of, you know, maybe an offhand comment about social justice or, you know, uh, his newest album. He's not really active on some things that uh, that otherwise he has no business being active on. So I can respect that. But when it comes to, you know, people like, you know, Mark Ruffalo or outspoken people like Alec Baldwin against, you know, weapon, weapon ownership, I just find it really weird, really ironic that these people also simultaneously always seem to be the people that get caught doing the thing that they're so outspoken about it's like it's it's, it's hilarious like these, some of these politicians who are so like they 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 um there's like so much like anti-gay rhetoric you saw this a lot like in the early 2000s and then yeah california didn't pass the the the, the um marriage yeah license. that wasn't that long ago yeah we're um, so woke here it turns out some of them then then they end up having like some secret affair with yeah a man yep. and it's like what the heck, dude? <laughs> well, well, or, or, or same thing with uh, like. Well, look I at John Kerry. He's a prime example. So outspoken about climate change that the fucker takes a plane everywhere he goes. It, it, it's I, I don't understand where the disconnect lies with most people. If you stop listening to these goons, if you stop giving these people the attention that they do or do not deserve, it will go away. That's how this always works. If someone is doing something. And then they're saying the exact opposite. We call those people hypocrites. We call those people full of shit. We laugh at them. We should continue to do that with people that end up in situations like this. They should not be taken seriously. If you were saying one thing and doing the exact opposite of what you were saying, you should not be taken seriously. And I know the millennials well, and the, the Gen Zers, we are the first two generations that have uh, information at the the touch of a button in infinitesimally small amounts of time and for some reason we still are stuck in believing lies that are so easily debunked with just a little bit of research it's not even funny so i don't know i mean it's i think it's kind of hilarious honestly so when i say it's not even funny i, I mean that it's 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 almost so funny it's ironic it's like it, it you give someone the key to all the information they could ever want and they don't utilize any of it and they don't ingest any of it so they're 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 a bunch of ignoramuses holding a bunch of information that they don't know how to use it's very funny. It's like, and and I truly do mean that. Like, it is funny. It's it's like if uh, South Park decided to just write all of our existence the last few years. And uh, again, like, uh, heart goes out to the people that passed away and their families yeah. in this. Um, heart goes out to, you know, the people that were harmed by Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. The, I mean, it, these people lot. that have been harmed by this. Just, just in these three stories, think about it. There's a ton. So much. A ton Not just death. Because all three include death, including Elizabeth yep. Holmes. Mm -hmm. There was there's death involved, yep. and the mental anguish involved, the business loss. Like I, I, people may scoff at that one, but do you know what happens when a business goes out of business? People lose their livelihoods. Well, we so don't... not only were there people who died, and people who probably have to go to therapy for all the freaking drama they went through for all of these, and the mental anguish, blah blah blah, but then. People lose their jobs. Yeah. And when lawsuits happen, they definitely lose yep. their jobs. So not to say these lawsuits aren't, uh, you know, the right thing to do. I'm, I'm just saying that there's not a lot of good coming out of this. It's unfortunate. Well, I, I guess the it is. And I, I think the thing that most of us 
and really anybody really needs to take into consideration is the 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 realities of life because we can think that something is occurring i could think that you know my uh, unnamed energy drink is completely full and in reality it could be completely empty and me thinking that would be completely full in to me means that's completely full but reality at the end of the day um always wins you can't outlive reality you can't out logic reality you can't out um, uh, you, you can't confuse and, and change reality. We are human beings. And so, you know, when it comes to the stuff that's going on lately with people wanting to live a certain way and do what they want to do, oh, more power to them. You want to live that way? Fine. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that you can do that will change much of anything. And getting to the point where you get angry and frustrated and start lambasting people who are truly innocent, whether found by a jury of their peers or just in generalities, when you start lambasting people that are completely innocent in situations like the Travis Scott concert or you know the uh, Alec Baldwin incident or the Elizabeth Holmes thing or the Me Too thing where you only pay attention to some Me Tooers but you won't pay attention to other ones, you know, it, it's, it, I guess the thing I could say is what are you doing? Why even jump on the bandwagon if you're not going to hold the standard across the board? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's, it's like, it's like why I give a, I make fun of AOC all the time and, and a bunch of other... Oh, you do? I do. Like, or, or other, other politicians, socialist politicians, where you know, they'll scream socialism and they'll talk about socialism and then they'll, send a, they'll, they'll sell a, a $250 tax to risk sweater or they'll have three different houses that they own. Well, that's why it's, I'm funny. I'm like, I'd respect you more if you actually stood by what you're saying. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't have any problem with your message. You can believe what you want to believe. I don't agree with you, but you can believe what you want to believe. But the moment you start saying, like uh, with Alec Baldwin, criticizing people who own guns, shitting on the NRA, treating all gun owners like they're terrorists, openly and blatantly labeling people with weapons, threats to society on Twitter and public forum. And And, then he ends up killing someone. And not just to say that, it apparently, if these complaints are accurate, he's basically playing with a gun he's not supposed to. Uh, I'm thinking back to like, you know, when you're younger and you have a toy gun. I, not that I really had one, but I mean, like you see them, you yeah. don't point you don't point them at people. No, I never did that. Yep, unless it was a squirt gun or like a water gun. Well, he's also a grown man, so it, uh, again, like the, the, all these arguments of well, he didn't know or Travis didn't know. These people are adults. You have to, and and it's like the same. It, yeah, you have to imagine. You're like, would I have known? I'd probably ho- I'd hope so. I would hope that you wouldn't be playing with a gun on set and pointing it at somebody and 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 cocking and and pre- pulling the trigger. Look. I would hope that you would be on stage and when you look down and you see people passed out, you say, uh, "At least let's take a break. I need to figure out what's going on." I don't even think he had to look down. He had a device in his ear. I have to think that right. someone at the organization was saying something you want to hope i hope so and i'm sure that'll all come out soon too even then he saw an ambulance come on to the property it is not i've been to a lot of concerts yeah and i've, I've never, never seen once an, ambulance an ambulance actually drive through the crowd never before. once never once saw and them. again i just just also from also prior to the concert happening he told everyone to storm the stage. Yeah. So he knows that people weren't filing in in an orderly fashion. Well, that's the thing, too, is that there's a video of them like b- storming through security. And, yeah, some of them are caught, but you have to think a couple people got through without well, tickets. But this, but this, I've seen... And no security. And that, and you know, this, just just really fast, this is like, I don't know. I, I, we, we can go down this rabbit hole. I don't think it's necessary. Maybe you and I will when we turn the micros, microphones off. But if COVID didn't ruin these large events for me, this kind of thing, dying at a concert by getting crushed and also no, no security, this was the same thing that happened. We were well, this, we this... were at an event in Las Vegas recently, and it was uh, a big event, and we you know we had to wear masks and all this stuff. Uh, but they had no security. We didn't even go through, a, and it was a couple yards away from where. There was the largest mass shooting in U.S. history a couple Which, years ago. by the way, on a fun note about that, uh, how much information have you heard about that? Any information about his intentions? Did we ever release his motive? I don't know, but all I have to yeah, say, it was nothing, very... Nothing came from that. Well, it yeah. was very... Yeah, bump stocks were illegal. That's the only thing that yeah, came from but that. But nothing else about the victims, nothing else about the, the person who perpetrated it. 
you one of those things where if you look into it, it's pretty confusing. I just think it's absolutely insane that yeah. that happened when 2016. And in 2021, I walked into the Las Vegas, uh, whatever that stadium is, Allegiant Stadium, and they had no security mm-hmm. No, no, no one waving a wand. There was nothing to walk through. Well, this this goes back to uh, an episode that the bull and I. Did. I don't know if they're doing that now, but they didn't this do that for our event. This goes back to an episode that the bull and I did a long time ago about you know useless deterrence and stupid rules. I mean, it, it, it's look. I, I don't want to apply this to this situation because it's not it's not an accurate representation. But all I can say is, if we're gonna go through the the if we're gonna go through the headache of let's take masks for example, if we're gonna go through the headache of putting masks on. Wouldn't you want everyone to be wearing a medical mask? Wouldn't you want everyone to be covering their eyes? Wouldn't you want everyone to be wearing stuff on their body to prevent any forms of infection? Well, that's again. I mean, if we're going to play this game, why aren't we playing it full tilt? It's the same thing. And then people will say, well, people will say, well, it's because some people don't want to listen. Is it because some people don't want to listen? Is it? Because here's the thing. This all comes down to risk analysis. Every single thing you do comes down to risk analysis, being waking up on time to go to work or waking up late or, you know, jumping off a cliff into the ocean, well, hire a little a cliff into the ocean for fun or riding a motorcycle or driving your car and texting at the same time. All of it has to do with risk analysis. And when it comes to something like Travis Scott and that concert, it's not normal for people to die at concerts. No. Just like it's not normal for people to rust the stage at concerts, even though I have started to see a lot of footage of people hopping fences at various uh, uh, festivals and events. And do you think it's because they don't have enough people, or do you think that the people that they hire are understaffed because of circumstance? Or, third, do you think that the companies they hire are just not good companies and they don't do very well? There's a myriad of other reasonings as to why this occurred, and it was a compounding effect. And look, when you have Travis Scott, who's been known to cause and call for chaos at his his and someone concerts, got paralyzed at his concert. Yeah, before. he's been known for he's this. He's been arrested for. He's been arrested it up. and known for this, doing something like that at his and own concert. By the uh, way, again, by the way, it, it, it's so funny. Like we said before, these people that are so uh, outspoken about, uh, you know, uh, safety. I want my concerts to be safe, and then they call for people to storm the stage. Like it, it, it's. It's just baffling to me. It's baffling. I I just... One of the reasons I think this... Well, one of the many reasons this bothers me so much is just because, again, the experience... Like, when we went... We went to a Travis Scott concert a couple of years ago. And this is just... We weren't at the Astroworld in Houston. However, this was a couple of years ago. And we're someone... We're, we're a couple that really likes going to concerts. We have fun at them. And we left his concert early because it was so crazy. No, I left because I was going deaf. Well, that too. Yeah, it I was extremely loud notice. and we're giving away our age right now. <laughs> but no, I, but no, it honestly, was, it was, I have never been I, at anything like that in my life. My, for, for my perspective. So I can only imagine what it was a couple For my ago. perspective, it was merely because it was too loud. That's why I left. I didn't see anything particularly crazy going on. It was just way too loud. They, they, the EQ was incorrect. And this is coming from someone that, you know, for a long part of a good portion of my life, you know, played music live, played bass. I'm very familiar with loud drums, loud bass, you know, EQ sound check. I'm familiar with that stuff. And this stuff was too loud. And that's coming from, what was 26, 25? Yeah, something like that. So I was young. But I, I don't want to go deaf at a concert. And so when it comes to, you know, this event, I mean, obviously we can we can continue, continue harping on it. I guess the, the initial premise that I want to push for all of our listeners and for, for anyone really is, you know, really be sensitive to the people that you, you elevate. And I don't mean that they have to be perfect. I don't mean that they have to not make mistakes. I mean that there is a big difference between someone who does something by accident and someone who does something with intent. And those, they're, it's pretty obvious lines. They're pretty obvious. They're pretty wide. They're pretty thick. I think also, you know, if you see something and your intuition is telling you something. Listen to it. You should tr- probably trust it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just a shame. All of it, all three of those stories are just tragic. Well, it, it, it it's the way of the world. Things like that happen. It, it's not yeah, a... Yeah, you're right. It's, it's not something that we shouldn't be, um, you know, uh, aloof to. 
it's reality. But again, in order for that to be reality, people need to be in an unrealistic state of mind. That's what's so funny is that is a reality of life. But in order for those events to occur, people not need to be operating in a non-reality. Like there's no reason for any of that stuff to happen, have happened. And so, you know, this holiday season, when you're spending time with your family, when you're, you know, eating good food and when you're relaxing and probably sleeping after you, you know, eat a bunch of tryptophan, if you can, if you're, if you're wealthy enough to afford one of those turkeys, one of those big um, fat turkeys, you just think about the, the value of the people around you, mm-hmm. be it your family or your friends or complete strangers, because most people, as I've stated multiple times in this podcast, and I'll probably state for the rest of my life, they just want to be left alone. They want to be left alone and they want to be treated with at least some level of decency when you see them. And if they're in need or in help, they are going to want help as would you. So we can all do better. Travis Scott, Alec Baldwin, Elizabeth Holmes, all of our superiors, our social betters, large quotes around all of those, they need to do better. And we need to stop taking them seriously. Hey everyone, this is The Wolf speaking, wrapping up yet another episode of The Wolf and Bolt Podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. If you like what you heard, tell your friends and family, your neighbors, the local bartender, your doctor, your boss, and hell, you can even tell us. By leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, you can directly help build The Wolf and Bull Cult. I mean, uh, The Wolf and Bull Family. We can be found on most major podcasting platforms and social media. So what are you waiting for? Scoot on out of here and enjoy your day. But you should probably leave us a review first. But make sure to enjoy your day. But don't forget to leave us a review. Okay, bye!